You know what time it is. It's the PB Show. Yo, what's up, church? Welcome back to another episode of, you guessed it, the PB Show. Listen, you made it, you're here, and I'm so, so glad to have you. We pray that every episode brings you closer and closer to Jesus. That being said, let's get right to it. Man, I am really believing that episode three is going to help a lot of people because this is something that I would wrestle with in my life privately over and over again. And I just didn't know how to deal with it. And that's just it. The reason that God moved in my heart to start the PB show to begin with was because I wanted to help people actually learn how to deal with what they're facing in life and learn not only how to understand his word and his promises, but how to apply it. Too many of us have been inspired, but not impacted. Come on, I'm already teaching. Come on, somebody. We've heard the word and we want to do something about it, but we just don't have the practical steps given to us to take. And that's where the PB show comes in. I want nothing more than to watch God's word transform your life and see you get closer and closer to Jesus as you apply that word. On episode three, we're going to be talking about something that it's near and dear to my heart, which is those who are battling the feeling of being overwhelmed. Many of you feel like you have so much on your plate and I don't blame you. You're spread too thin. You're juggling so many different responsibilities that it's becoming overwhelming. We're dealing with finances, jobs, college, high school, dreams and goals, relationships and marriage, friendships and career choices, private life, insecurities. I mean, you name it. We are literally bombarded with decisions that need to be made every day from the moment we wake up. What toothpaste am I going to use? What am I going to eat for breakfast? I mean, it's no wonder that so many of us battle anxiety in private because all we want to do is make the right decision. Decisions like, who do I marry? Uh, should I go back to him? Don't do it, sister. Don't. <laughs> is this the right church for me? Sh should I go to a state college or, you know, a university? Should I do full time or part time? Does this Brazilian weave I bought at the dollar store look good? You know, <laughs> we have so many decisions to make and social media doesn't really help because we scroll for hours on social media and all we see is a photoshopped version of people's lives who seem to have made the right decisions and have it all together, living this life you believe you want to live, when in reality, they're probably wrestling with the very same thing you are or even more. Matter of fact, I can guarantee you this, that on your social media right now, it does not actually represent how you feel at this current moment. Why? Because we are all wired that way. We go to the extreme lengths to portray the best version of ourselves because that is what attracts. We can put filter after filter. As long as things look good, we know that that is what attracts. Can I tell you something, church? Jesus is not after the best version of you. Ooh, come on, somebody. He is not after the fixed up, prepped up, contoured version of you. He did not come for the saints, but for the sinners. He is after the authentic, the transparent, and the true version of you. He is saying, come to me in your current state and I will make you new. So if you are battling with the feeling of 
being overwhelmed and you've decided to come to Jesus about it today, I've got good news for you. Jesus is an expert at exchanges. He can exchange your worry for peace, your sorrow for joy, your doubt for faith, and ultimately exchange the feeling of being overwhelmed by life for the feeling of being overwhelmed by him. So PB, how do I battle this feeling of being overwhelmed and actually win? Man, I've been losing this battle time after time in private and I need answers. Let's talk about it. You know, we are all so different and unique. We're coming from different backgrounds, race and cultures and taste in music. Some of us can dance and some of us think we can, <laughs> which, which is me. But despite how different we are, I found one thing that every single person does. Okay, I found it. I don't care if you're white, black, brown, or blue. <laughs> I found one thing that we all do, and it's this. After we leave Walmart or Publix for, you know, all the people who are blessed and highly favored financially, <laughs> after we leave and we finish up our groceries, right, we pack our groceries and we put them in the car, normal. But it's what we do after that we all share in common. When we get home and we open the trunk and we see all the groceries, right? We try to grab every single bag. It doesn't matter if there's 36 bags. We grab them all and we try to bring all the groceries in the house with one trip. <laughs> Somebody say one trip. I don't know why we do it, but every single one of us tries to do this in one trip. I mean, I do this all the time. I don't care if it hurts or things are dropping over and over again. I am so stubborn that I refuse to take two trips because I don't know about you, but once I am home, I am home and I don't want to go back out there. I'm not going back out there. I'm going to do this, say with me, in one trip. We all do this because we think it's effective, right? It takes less time. It requires less work. But in reality, it is the wrong approach because what you didn't realize is that you cracked the eggs on the way in. You smushed the bread against the wall and you spilled the can of soda when it fell. You see, some of us are sharing this same approach to life of one trip when it comes to facing our responsibilities, our ministry, our marriages, our relationships, friendships, problems, finances, and all the obstacles that life presents itself. We try to tackle it all at once and we're creating a bigger mess to begin with. There's no, of course, I mean, there's, of course, we're having anxiety. Of course, we feel overwhelmed because we're literally trying to take life at one trip. We're trying to tackle all of our problems, all of our circumstances, all of our situations all at once. And we're overwhelmed. And the enemy is so smart because the ground of overwhelm is fertile to grow other things like doubt or anxiety or worry. You see, we become intimidated by all that we have to do and the mess that we ourselves cause, which then brings us to a silent killer of faith, which is being overwhelmed. And when we are overwhelmed, we stop moving. 
The enemy wants you to get to a place in life that all you do is stare. Mm, I'm gonna say that again because it just hit different. The enemy wants to get you to a place in your life that all you do is stare because you are so intimidated by all the giants you are facing in life to begin with. He understands the concept that what you magnify will be all that you see. See, many of you haven't seen progress in your life because you've become so focused and infatuated on how overwhelmed you are and how deep the hole is that you've dug yourself in. And because there is no progress, you are no longer moving towards your purpose. A lot of you are busy, busy trying to carry all of the things that you are facing at once. You're trying to carry all the responsibilities at once. You're trying to carry all the decisions at once. You're trying to tackle all of your giants at once. But just because you are busy does not mean you are effective. The difference between proactivity and productivity is that they are both busy, but only one is producing. Instead of approaching everything all at once and trying to do this in one trip, I wonder what would happen if you found out the secret that you are able to tackle everything step by step and giant by giant. I wonder what would happen if God unveiled your eyes to see that you don't have to tackle everything all at once. You don't have to run with everything all at once. You don't have to solve all your issues and your problems all at once on that day. What would happen if you had the patience of God took a step back and said, I'm going to tackle this one step at a time because my moves need to be effective. I'm not trying to be proactive. I'm trying to be productive. So I'm ready to tell you this. This is, this is something that has ultimately changed my life and my course of life. The secret to breaking an overwhelming season in your life. The secret for breaking an overwhelming season in your life is simple. It is to celebrate progress. See, progress is just as important as purpose. They go hand in hand. You can't have your purpose if you don't have progress. And when you celebrate progress, what you're doing is you're fueling your hope because you'll find yourself maybe not in the place that you want to be, but it is no longer in the place that you used to be. Come on, somebody. Luke 16, 10 says this. Whoever is faithful with the little will also be faithful with much. You see, in this season of your life, God does not want you to just pray your way out, but he wants you to fight your way through because he wants to teach you how to defeat your giants one by one. It's important in your walk of faith to learn how to magnify the right things. Today, I don't care how crazy it sounds, how outlandish or even weird, but I want you to do something because maybe it's been a long time since you felt joy, since you've celebrated or even felt free because of so much weight that is on your shoulders. At the end of this podcast, I want you to go to Walmart, buy confetti, follow me, go home. I want you to put up some upbeat music, worship and praise like Maverick City. I suggest Maverick City. I thank God. I want you to crank up the volume, grab your family or your friends, blast it all the way and just start to praise, jump, dance and celebrate. Go crazy like you just got into the university of your choice. 
And when they ask you, yo, what's the, what's the occasion? What, what, what are we celebrating? I want you to say nothing. I just want you to say just that God is good, that God is faithful, that he has the victory. Come on, somebody. I want you to celebrate progress today. But PB, why am I doing all of this? Because today you made progress and that is worth celebrating. Give the enemy the reaction and response that he did not expect because you've been giving him the reaction and response that he's been expecting. One of the greatest things about Jesus is that he gives us the ability to celebrate even in the midst of defeat. Why? Because no matter what, he has the victory and if jesus has the victory so do we for we share the same victory and that leads me to philippians chapter 4 verse 10 through 13 which says this this is paul speaking he says i rejoiced in the lord greatly that now at length you have revived your concern for me you were indeed concerned for me but you had no opportunity not that I am speaking of being in need, for I have learned in whatever situation I am to be content. I know how to be brought low and I know how to abound in any and every circumstance. I have learned the secret of facing plenty and hunger, abundance and need. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. Wow. Paul went through hell to be able to speak God's word to the churches in the New Testament. But all that Paul has went through, keep in mind, was after the crucifixion, resurrection, and ascension of Jesus. Do you know why Paul was able to maintain content even through prison, even through torture, even through all the, the obstacles that Paul had to face to even get to the churches? He said, I learned the secret of being content. Do you know, I don't know what that secret is? The secret from a man who went through all of it and still maintained faith. The secret of being content is having knowledge of what has already been completed. Paul was able to maintain content because he already knew what Jesus had completed on the cross. Come on, somebody. Irregardless to what Paul faces or was about to face, it doesn't change the fact that Jesus already has the victory. And the same applies to you. It does not matter how many giants you face, how many decisions you have to make, or how many obstacles are in your way. Jesus already has the victory. Can I share with you one of my favorite verses in the in the word of God? It's found in John 16, 33, when it says this, I have told you these things so that in me, you may have peace for in this world, you will have trouble, but take heart for I have already overcome the world. I love this verse because it gives us three things to lean on. And the three things being expectancy, responsibility, and promise. Expectancy, because he tells us that he will find trouble in this world we will find trouble in this world responsibility because he calls us to take heart and my favorite is his promise because he says i have already overcome the world we are to expect trouble we are to be, to be responsible and take heart and lean onto his word and rely on his promise for he says i have already overcome the world I want to encourage you today that the giants that you are facing, the obstacles that you are seeing, the decisions that have to be made in your life, God has already overcome. 
meaning you are in victory. It doesn't mean victory is coming or victory has passed. You are in the midst of victory. He has already past tense already overcome the world so irregardless like paul you have to learn the secret the reason why you can be content with where you are is because you already understand what has been completed right there where you are take a step back from trying to handle everything all at once and tackle everything one by one and as you begin to see progress in your life, celebrate progress and say, thank you, God. I may not be where I want to be, but I'm no longer in the place I used to be. And watch what God does in the midst of your faithfulness in the small. Watch what God does as you praise him in the hallway before the door of opportunity opens. Watch what God does when you enter into his presence with praise because he knows how to enter into your circumstance with power. Do not allow the enemy to fix your focus on all the decisions you have to make, all the overwhelming giants that you are facing in life because even though they are giant, we serve a bigger God, even though there are decisions you have to make, ultimately let his will be done on earth as it is in heaven. You already have the victory. Hang on to that. So PB, how do I defeat the feeling of being overwhelmed? Overwhelm yourself with him. Find yourself in his presence and he will give you the wisdom to face your Goliath as David did. And as each of them fall one by one, Begin to celebrate and watch what God does when you are faithful in the small. And I leave you with this. When David faced his Goliath, when he faced his giant, the word of God said that he struck him. And as he struck him, Goliath fell forward and bowed. And it's crazy because in biblical times and even nowadays, a forward position as Goliath fell was actually an act of worship or a form of worship. It was a position of worship. What I'm trying to say is that what you call a giant today will praise God tomorrow. So remember this, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. For in this world you will find trouble, but take heart for I have already overcome the world. Man, I pray that this gave you revelation that this episode gave you steps that this episode gave you freedom in knowing that god has the victory and how to get out of a season of being overwhelmed by troubles and find yourself overwhelmed by him listen if you don't have if you don't have jesus in your heart and you maybe you've never accepted him in your in your heart or maybe you have years ago and you've stepped back away from him i want to give you the opportunity today the greatest decision you could ever make in your life isn't just who you're going to marry or what college you're going to go to or what career you're going to choose. Man, forget all. The greatest decision you can ever make in your life is following Jesus and accepting him as your Lord and Savior. And you can do that right here, right now. If that's you today and you want to come to Christ and say, man, I want to know that God that he's speaking about, or maybe I knew him and I just want to get back to the Father. I want to give you that opportunity now. And all you have to do is repeat after me and say this. Father God, I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Wash me by your blood. 
and forgive me for my sins. Write my name in the book of life so that I may spend eternity with you. I believe in your death. I believe in your resurrection. And I believe in your second coming. From today to the rest of my life, I will live for you. In the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of the Holy Spirit, and the church of God says, amen, amen, amen. Congratulations. I am so, so excited for you. Listen, the Bible says that every time a man and a woman and a child of God runs back to the father, there is a celebration in heaven. So I love to celebrate you today. Thank you for making the best decision you'll ever make in your life. It is so great. The heavens break out and there is a party in heaven. So there is a party here too on the PB show. Listen, if you just accepted Jesus, as your Lord and Savior, I want to leave you with these three things. Find a church, find a godly friend, and find your Bible. And for the rest of the PB Show listeners, in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and you know the rest. This is the day that the Lord has made. And I ain't gonna let it slip away. I'm gonna be joyful. I got the feeling that you get when you get new kicks Bell ringing on the last day of singing, yeah High-fiving everybody, but we out of here Today, today So fast, life comes and goes Make it last, best slow your road They don't take it as a choice, but you gotta know that Today's the day This is the day that the Lord has made and I ain't gonna let it slip away, nah I'm gonna be joyful Hey, what's up, PB listener? Did you make it this far to the uh, show? I, I really hope you did If you did, just wanted to say I love you <laughs> Yes, I am, yes, I am I'm gonna be joyful Today, today